the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 says, No trial has come to you, but what is human, God is faithful and will not let you be tried beyond your strength, but with the trial he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. Praise God. Lord Jesus, we pray that you may help us as we meditate on your word to seek to understand the way out that you provide in our trial. That, Lord, we may understand that you are faithful. You will not let us be tried beyond our strength because you are the source of our strength. Help us, Lord, as we meditate on your word, as we read your word. Holy Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Fill us with your power and your presence. We bless you and we honor you. So the Lord um, has promised here that he will always provide a way out of the trial that we are facing or that comes our way. And the topic for our meditation is that his promise is an assurance. His promise is an assurance. So um, we are going to look at what exactly uh, does it mean when he says he will provide a way out. Now, when we look at the book of John, the book of John in chapter 14, verse 6, the Bible says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So that means if Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, so he is the one who provides a way out. And the way out that he provides is that he reveals himself. He is the living word, we know that. So we are going deeper to look at this way that he provides out of every trial. So we don't get frustrated and think that God has left me or I'm the only one going through this thing. And sometimes we get misconceptions about how God works or who God is when you are going through trials and tough times. And we might be misguided. So when we read the word of God, then we are going to understand exactly what is this way out that the Lord provides. So he is the way, the truth, and the life. So the way he's providing out of the trial is himself. Now, he also said in the book of Matthew chapter 7 and from verses 7, we are going to read, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks the door will be opened. Which one of you would hand his son a stone when he asks for a loaf of bread? Or a snake when he asks for a fish? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good things to those who ask him? Now we see the Father's heart. He will not abandon. He will give good gifts to those who ask him. Um, the Lord is leading us to ask, and this shall be given unto us. And we have just seen the Father's heart and the relationship that the Father, Abba Father, has for us, has with us, his children. So if a child has something, an earthly father would give. So how much more will our Father in heaven give us? He will not forsake us at the time of our need. He will not leave us when we are going through trials. 
when you are going through challenges that we feel like we are just beyond our control he is in charge he is in control he says in the book of jeremiah 33 verse 3 call unto me and i will answer you it is a reminder still that god is faithful to answer when we call the book of isaiah chapter 59 and verse 1 the bible says lo the hand of the lord is not too short to save nor his ear too dull to hear so now here we see the hand of god is not too short to save us and his ear can hear when we call when we cry to him when we call he can hear us it is still an assurance that he can hear us and he has a power to deliver us his hand is not short to save us when we are going through that trial and then also uh, we are going to read in the book of first peter chapter 1 and verses 6 to 7 the bible says in this you rejoice although now for a little while you may have to suffer through various trials so that the genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that is perishable even though tested by fire may prove to be for praise glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ praise God now we need to know that everything is exposed before the eyes of God he knows everything it is through the trials that we go through that we get to be purified we get to be purified and our faith is tested our faith in Jesus is tested we get to be purified when we go through the trials when we pray when we offer them to God when we fix our eyes on Jesus through every challenge every trial then whatever is going to come out of it we are going to come out victoriously and whatever uh, we are going to come out with is going to be for praise glory and honor of the Lord so like a two edged sword through the trial this purification and the way out provided by the Lord leads us to the glory of his name and for our own good hence the book of Romans says we know that all things work for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose so it doesn't matter what that thing is it will work for good if we love the lord if we love the lord through this we shall come out victoriously and remember whenever we are going through trial that means uh, we are being purified so that we get to accomplish a certain purpose in our lives so the benefits of a trial are we are going to grow in different virtues we are going to and be the vessel that is prepared to suit the master's preference through the melting molding and the infilling of the holy spirit for a purpose that has been designed by the master we are going to read that in the book of second timothy in chapter 2 verse 20 In a large household there are vessels not only of gold and silver but also of wood and clay some for lofty and others for humble use if anyone cleanses himself of these things he will be a vessel for lofty use dedicated beneficial to the master of the house ready for every good work praise god god is the potter we are the clay so that means 
if we are the clay the clay is what the master will use to make that vessel that he requires so like um, clay in the hands of the potter uh, we just need to know that he is in control he is in control and he is in charge and whatever he's doing is for a noble purpose is for the glory of his name and for our own good so we just read from the book of second timothy that the master has all power and all authority and all ownership of the vessels and he is the one who is in charge into how he's going to uh, fashion the vessels in accordance with what he requires them for so that means we are like clay in the hands of the potter when god is a potter and we are the clay so according to the book of james in chapter 4 verse 7 we read the bible says that submit yourselves to god so when we are going through trial these are the things that we have to remember to submit to god because he is the potter we are the clay so when we submit then he has full authority and full ownership to mold this pot in accordance with his purpose and then verses 10 says humble yourselves before the lord and he will exalt you so we submit and when we submit and we humble ourselves before the master and the potter through every trial and we have prayed and we have trusted that whatever it is that you are going through is in control then we are telling him with our submission and our humility that we know that he is in charge that we know that he is in control that we know that he has not left us that we are convinced of his promise and his assurance and then when we go through trial most of the time it will bring fear and uh, the greatest struggle probably will be to trust to place our trust in god but the lord has assured us in the book of isaiah chapter 41 and verse 13 he says i am the lord your god who grasps your right hand it is i who say to you fear not i will help you so the lord is assuring us more help when we are going through challenges when we are going through this trial is assuring us that do not be afraid i am the lord your god i will help you so we are looking into the way the way out of this trial that the lord has promised this is the way we are looking out and finally to say what jesus said while in gethsemane we are going to read from the book of mark 14 35 to 36 the bible says he advanced a little and fell to the ground and prayed that if it were possible the hour might pass by him he fell to the ground and prayed i see humility i see submission already to the will of the father you know i see honor and yet he is god and verse 36 and he said abba father all things are possible to you all things are possible to you take this cup away from me but not what i will but what you will now jesus has surrendered to the will of the father 
by accepting his will, not my will, but yours be done. And he's saying those words in a gesture of worship, of honor, of humility, of submission. So as we look at Jesus kneeling in Gethsemane, actually fell to the ground and prayed. I don't know if he was prostrating or just kneeling down, but the fact that he's, he fell to the ground and he is speaking from there, he's speaking to the Father from the ground, uh, gives me an indication of surrender already, of humility. And I'm not surprised because I see him uh, in John chapter 17 when he's talking to Abba Father. I see him addressing Abba Father as Holy Father. Holy Father. So that is a, a that is a worship title. Holy Father. Holy Father. So Jesus has shown us how to address God. He has provided a way for us that is just very he has revealed to us how intimate he was with the father how he honored the father while he was still here on earth he is God but as man he was man he was God as man he has shown us how to accept the will of God not when we are standing tall is on our knees is as we proceed because his will is why we are existing <clears throat> his will is why we are alive his will his purpose is why we are you know and he is a God who answers our prayers so we need to <clears throat> remember as we think of this incident, um, we come to know that it's a journey into deep waters. Going through a trial, it's a journey into deep waters where we grow in trusting God and fear is driven off our hearts as He occupies our hearts. The more we trust Him, the more we grow in love of God. And the more he reveals himself to us in his presence, the more he reveals himself to us as his presence helps us to walk through the trial and come out victoriously as written in the book of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 5, that who is the victor in the world? The victor in the world is the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So our faith, our faith is what gives us victory, is what draws God closer to us. It pleases God, yes, you know, and then it draws him closer to us. And also the Bible tells us in John 8, 32, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So when we know the truth, the truth of the word of God, the truth of how God operates, the truth of what God says about our current situation or what we are facing, the truth about our trials, the times of our trials, the truth about 
who we are, the truth of who God is, then this is how we are set free. And then we come to believe, to know and to believe in him. So when we do not know the truth of what God has promised, then that's the reason why we are prone to giving up hope. And this is not the plan of our loving and caring God because the Bible tells us that Christ is our hope for glory. That is Colossians 1.27. So it is a clear sign that there is a missing link which is when we fail to read the Bible, the Word of God, to cultivate and invest into building a relationship with God, then how can we live we can only survive and it's not good enough. His plan is an assurance. According to Jeremiah 29, 11, the Lord says, I alone know the plans I have in mind for you, plans to give you a future full of hope. And some versions, some Bible versions say, plans to give you a future that you hope for. That is the plan of God. That is the assurance. So this is how he leads us to the way that he has promised. Psalms 32 verses 8 says, I will instruct you and show you the way you should walk, give you counsel and watch over you. And then Isaiah 41 13 says, I am the Lord your God who grasp you by your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, I will help you. Father God, in Jesus, I pray for the many times that we go through trials and we get distracted, thinking that we are all alone, thinking that there is no way out. And when we feel like we are crowded, that we are surrounded by darkness, like we are surrounded by darkness, Lord, you have already promised that you will provide a way out of the trial that we are in. It doesn't matter how difficult or big it seems to our mind. Lord, we know that there is nothing that is impossible in your name. Thank you for showing us that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And that when you promise something, it's an assurance, Lord, that we need our faith to rise above the challenges we are facing. So we come to believe that Lord your promises are true your promises are true when you promise then you will do help us Lord to submit to you in humility to accept your word your word that gives us life your word that promises and accomplishes because you are the living word of God we bless you and we honor you help us to trust you through every challenge through every trial help us Lord to heed to your instruction the instruction that you have given us in accordance with your word Lord, help us to know that we are here for a purpose and that is the reason we are alive, that our purpose is hidden in you. So that is our mission, Lord, that we will know you who does wonderful things, you who does a good work in us. It doesn't matter what we go through, but you have promised that in all these things, something good will come out of it. Help us, Lord, to trust in you, to trust you more. Deliver us from every form of fear, every form of doubt, every form of discouragement, depression and stress. And give us the grace, Lord, to fix our eyes on you, to fix our focus on you, to fix our gaze on you. No matter how hard it seems, no matter how dark it seems, you are the light of the world. You have all the power, Lord, you created us for a reason. We believe in you, Jesus. Increase our faith. Father, we believe. Help us. Help us to believe in you more. 
We thank you, Jesus. We bless you and we honor you. We praise you and we worship you. Take all the glory, take all the honor, take all the praise for who you are. In Jesus' name we pray, thanksgiving. Amen.